want the world, yeah, I want the world, yeah, I want it all, said I want the world, yeah, I want the world, I'm coming to get it, don't care what you heard, don't care what you heard, I'm taking it all cause I want the world, yeah, I want the world, yeah, I want the world, it's the best in the game, best in the biz, about that time and you know what it is, coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth, never gonna lie, never gonna lose, always on top, keeping it steady, he'll make you tap out and you won't be ready, he got the suplex breaking your back, now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz. All right, all right, what's going on everybody, welcome, welcome to the Taz Show, yeah, uh, another one coming at you, that's right, uh, I'm gonna talk some lucha in a second here, it's back, yes, it's back. All right, thank you guys for downloading this episode on iTunes or, as they say, Apple Podcasts, right? Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, Radio.com app, TazShow.com. Whatever you're doing, I appreciate it. Wherever you're grabbing this podcast, it's very much appreciated. And keep spreading the word of the show. That's the key. That's the key. We're in uh, way deep into the going way past that, I think, somewhere in that realm. Of 560 something episodes I don't, you know, really keep track Some of the guys behind the scenes here Tell me once in a while uh, You know, I don't I should keep track I used to, when we were getting ready to get into Oh, what, 570, wow, I just looked here Man, wow, 570 Holy crap, Ola Yeah, when we were getting ready to do uh, To get into um, Hit that 500th episode 70 episodes ago I was really on top of it Really paying attention to it And we had a lot of fun Counting it down And and then had that big Big 500th episode show So um, But anyway uh, Yeah So it was uh, It's it's crazy This many episodes So thank you Without you guys It wouldn't happen And You know um, Basically I'm dropping I'm kind of cornering the week on More or less For the most part Saturday I'm sorry Mondays and uh, Fridays, for the most part, you're getting pods, and um, uh, and then, like I said, you'll get some middle of the week too from yours truly. So that'll happen soon enough. Um, so that's the deal. But Lucha Underground is back. Um, for those of you that are familiar with my content from way back, that stayed with me, and I appreciate you and I love you. You know, I'm a big fan of Lucha Underground. For those that don't know what Lucha Underground is. Um, and I'll promote them I, I usually do I don't work for them I don't get paid for them I have no agenda But I'm a fan of what they do I know very well Some of the guys that are involved With the creative And the executive producers And um, I've worked with them In WWE A uh, guy named Krista Joseph Another guy named uh, Roach Chris Roach So these guys have been On the Taz show before You can find them in archives uh, On iTunes Or you know, you know, we'll drop them down the road But um, they do a great job out there in Los Angeles, uh, and Lucha Underground is done in Los Angeles, okay, and it's on the El Rey Network, which is uh, an awesome network, very cool network, and uh, they had their premiere of uh, their latest episode this year of, uh, what was it, uh, what that date would have been, June 13th, so uh, which was 8 p.m. Eastern on El Rey. So uh, I wanted to talk about that episode, but just real quick, I just want to let you know. So the the thing is, like, they do a great job. Okay, they do things different than WWE or Ring of Honor or or, or Impact Wrestling or any of the other, you know, um, um, companies. I guess you would say American based. They they're just different. They're just completely, completely different in what they do, and they're amazing at what they do. They really are because, you know, man, it's. 
and again, so if you've heard me kind of talk a little bit on this, I apologize because, like I said, there's a lot of new listeners and new downloads, and you know we could see that there's newer people lately that have been jumping on my content. So I want to let people know about some stuff. So, okay, so Lucha Underground, they're so different because what they do basically is they get one hour a week, one hour, sixty minutes a week. Okay, as opposed to Raw, where it's you know. Three hours every Monday or Smackdown, which is two hours, you know, every Tuesday, you know, they're getting one hour and it is literally action packed, but stories, heavy stories that make sense, that are simple to understand. But not only that, I will tell you this, it is by far the best production you're ever going to see. Hence why they're really not live Everything is done in post-production A lot of these matches are what they call in the can Which means taped from a while back Because this is not your typical wrestling company This is a TV show um, This is a TV show that At times I'll hire actors to do some stuff backstage or be, uh, Not backstage, on camera Like Dario Cueto Who was the guy on, in character The character Dario Cueto was like the GM of it, for lack of better terms, of Lucha Underground. But now he's gone. I'll get into that in a little bit. And now his dad, wink, wink, has taken over. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you that in a little while here. But um, um, it's re- listen. If you haven't watched Lucha Underground or don't have El Rey Network, get El Rey Network just to watch this. Or you could find, I guess, stuff on their website um, or YouTube or whatever. And it's easy enough to find. And just watch them once. You watch them once. You don't have to be into lucha lucha libre okay uh wrestling you know in in mexico you don't have to be into that at all um but if you're a wrestling fan and let's say you like a little sci-fi a little gore sexy girls uh maybe you're a chick and you want to see sexy guys i guess that's there for you (laughs) so this is this is cool stuff man they do some cool stuff they are different than everyone there was a lot of money put into this production mark burnett uh is the guy running the ship there for the most part as far as production and uh as you guys know from from all the great uh tv shows and reality shows uh like you know survivor that's his gimmick you know all that stuff i'm not big into and much of the reality tv except for big brother you guys know i like the big brother that's on cbs uh every summer so um but I'm telling you right now, production-wise, this is true Hollywood. I mean, but cool. They bring you into a real grimy, a real gritty, a real just, um, you know, just a really, uh, it's, it's dark, It's but yet it's cool. Uh, you feel like when you watch it, that's going to sound corny, but I really, you know, I mean it. When you watch it, you feel like you're part of something that is a cult, which does that mean it's a cult, right? Like a cult following, I should say, not a cult. I'm, 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 that's the wrong way to word that. I apologize. Like a cult following. You feel like you're watching something that's like niche. There you go, like a niche audience. You feel like you're watching something that's cool. You feel like you're part of something that's cool. Because when you watch it, that's just the feel of it. I can't put it over enough. I, I love it. I love it. I mean, I am I am a big fan Um I don't have time to watch it every like when like last season I kind of fell off it a little bit. I don't watch it every week like religiously. Every time I watch it, I love it. Um, I've had several guests on my show in the past 
from Lucha Underground, uh, you know, different wrestlers or commentators. I, Matt Stryker was on, Vampiro, who does the, the both men do the announcing for them. I've had them on the show. Jeez, uh, I've had so many different people. Uh, Johnny Mundo, who's Johnny Morrison, who still works for them. Uh, I've had him on. I've had Katrina on, which she might be on soon again. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, the very uh, vivacious. <laughs> yes, uh, Katrina, yes. Um, she's awesome, and uh, she usually seconds Mil Mortes to the ring. Uh, and she's also a competitor, but something happened last night with them, uh, which would be June 13th. That was when the, the Lucha Underground uh, re-debut was, the, their newest episode, their latest episode, I should say, so of the new season. Um but look, at I'm telling you right now, guys, if you haven't watched or seen it, check them out. I just think it's good. It's cool for wrestling fans. It's going to get they're doing something that's, you know, it's different than WWE. It's not the same model as WWE. It's a different model. It's um, it's a whole different feel. Um, everything from the announcing to the music to the ring announcer to the way they shoot their backstage vignettes and backstage pre-tapes, as we would call them, are absolutely amazing. I mean, again, this stuff takes a lot of time. What they do, the editing, the post-production work takes a plethora of time. Um, and by the way, you could follow them. I'll plug them, man, because you know. Every once in a while, they'll, you know, back in the day, they retweet something I did or whatever. I try to, you know, I try to help them out the best I can from my audience. But follow them at Lucha El Rey, so L U C H A E L, capital R E Y, Lucha El Rey. That's uh, Lucha Underground. Verified Jones with the Blue Check City, right? So, um, you can check it out. Check out their stuff on ElRayNetwork.com on their website there. But they are, um. If you just go to their Twitter account and look at the graphic work they do, the graphics they post, or some of the vi- videos they post, you actually, I'm looking right now, they're, they're showing this from uh, yesterday, they're showing like a, 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 some clips of the TV show last night, so, you know, it, it's... When you look at it, like I'll give you an example, like something they do that's never really been done before, and it's like they're kind of their, their, their shtick, their thing. Like if you look at their canvas, okay, for example, in the ring, right, it's, you know, it looks like it was white at one time. The color was white, <clears throat> but it's not white now. It's like a tan. It's got like stains on it. But it's it's gimmicked. It looks vintage. And like that's something that's so different. It's got like this very cool logo in the middle of it, almost like a I, I don't know what it is, a part of my my ignorance on the Azteca in, in sense of Mexi- Mexican he- heritage and whatnot. So I, I don't I don't I gotta do my homework on that, I guess. But as far as this logo that's in the middle of the ring, I it's I can't really tell exactly what it's in the middle of it, to be frank. I never really looked at it that closely. But it, it it gives you that feel of exactly what they are, you know, and, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at the canvas, just something as simple as that, that it looks dirty. It looks worn out because, see, where they do their show, like where they tape the stuff, uh, the, the content, I should say, is in like an old warehouse, like a fight club type feel. You know what I mean? That's the gimmick. So um, it's just very... The lighting is amazing. The music is amazing. Just the whole feel of it is um, is very very cool. So I I'm, I'm you know I definitely want to talk about that uh, on the other side when I go to break in a little bit. I want to talk in details about what they did last night uh, as far as the match and 
Um, it was basically, and I'll get into it a little bit, but it was basically, I said the match because it was, uh, <laughs> it was basically one match, uh, one big, huge match. So, uh, uh, which I'll get it, like I said, later on. So it's a- Aztec war- warfare. That's what the match is. But, um, I, you know what I didn't get a chance to do guys. I want to talk to you about real quick was, uh, uh, so CM Punk, right? So as we know, right, you know, he came back to, you know, he he fought uh, this past weekend and, you know, he was not victorious, as we know. Um, it's, um, you know, I didn't get a chance to really talk about it. And, and, and uh, I don't know why. I guess I didn't record anything since then. That's probably the reason why. I mean, I touched on it on the show uh, on Taz and Moose on with me and Moose and myself. You know, uh, we, we touched on it a little bit, but it... it um, Look, he 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 deserves like like so many people are saying, people who know him or people from the business. Now I have not talked to CM Punk in like a long time, you know, but I, I respect him and I respect him, you know. Uh, in his last fight, he 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 wasn't victorious, and now in this fight here, um, he was not victorious. Um, you know, he got blooded up a little bit. He's okay. Uh, uh, you heard Dana White basically after the fight say this guy is 39 years old. He's the nicest guy in the world. We gave him two shots, and we had and, and he had a lot of heart tonight. This is right after the fight. Uh, I think uh, and I think he should call it a wrap. So now I'm assuming that's Dana White speaking on behalf of his own company of UFC, like as far as funk, uh, punk, CM Punk. His future in UFC. That's what I'm assuming here he's saying. Because I don't think it's fair to say that the guy should call it a rap. Um, you know, he lost two fights. He just lost, you know, so he fights Mike Jackson. And uh, you know, it, it was yeah, no, he 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 you know, he he got his ass kicked. There ain't no doubt about it. But I don't think that Dana White or anybody should, should should say when. I mean, you could have your title to your opinion, Dana White, and anybody's entitled to your opinion. But you can't just say he. Sh- I think he should call it quits. Um, I think, in my opinion, Dana White maybe should have worded it in a way that um, the you know maybe maybe CM Punk needs to go fight elsewhere, and, and if he wants to keep fighting and 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 earn his stripes or do whatever, become a better fighter, yada yada, and then come back here to. UFC, something along those lines. Again, Dana White's entitled to his opinion. I'm not saying that. So don't beat me up for that. I'm just telling you, like, I do think that it came off like, well, look, you know, he lost two fights here in UFC. He's a good guy and all, but um, he's almost 40. He hasn't won. And uh, all right, well, you know, he should go away now. Uh, I think he should just call it call it quits. Uh, maybe Punk doesn't want to call it quits. I mean, he might. He might call it quits. You know, hey, Dana White, you and UFC made a good amount of money off of the guy, right? Off of his fame. You didn't have him go pay his dues and fight in some smaller, you know, uh, MMA t- uh, companies or whatnot or suggest that to him. You took him right away with open arms because he's an attraction. He's an attraction when he fought Riddle. He was an attraction, right? So you took him right away. And now all of a sudden, so he loses to Jackson. It's like he loses back to back. He got beat up against Jackson. Okay. So you paid him. I think Punk got paid somewhere north of a half million dollars, something like that, five hundred thousand dollars. So now it's like, okay, Punk, it's time for you to you know take a powder and go away. Um, I don't know. I just did, those comments kind of pissed me off that Dana White said that. Again, 
for the third time, I'll tell you, maybe fourth, the guy is entitled to his opinion. I don't have to like his opinion. Um, I, you know, like I said, I haven't talked to Punk in a long time. I'm sure Punk don't give a rat's ass. Uh, I'm sure he's not offended. Sometimes I get offended for people more than people get offended. I'm kind of weird like that. I just don't think he should have said that uh, like that. That bothered me. But Punk, um, you know, he's coming off of uh, where they uh, he him and Cole Cabana won a civil suit. Uh, against the WWE doctor and stuff like that So it was literally like four days I believe For the fight So I don't know how much maybe Punk was distracted by that I'm sure he, he looked in good shape Like in the ring, like his physique looked He looked lean, you know He he looked ripped and stuff like that But, you know, and he works hard So I, I'm assuming his cardio was there But who knows how much of his attention was in the fight Because he was dealing with this, this You know, the timing of the lawsuit and the fight And all that kind of jazz, you know So um, I, I I do think that it's I do think it's a shame that um um I do think it's a shame that if he does if CM Punk does call it a rap I think it's a shame that it um that it, that he would go own to on the grandest stage in the world of MMA meaning UFC is the grandest stage in the world of MMA I do think that sucks that it would happen like that. Um, you know what I mean? That you be on tune and you're done. But it's okay. I mean, if look, a lot of people saying, "Hey, Punk's you know lived his dream. This was his dream and all that stuff." And and I right, cool. I mean, he he got fortunate enough to to if his dream was to be an MMA fighter, he got and to be in UFC. He got he he got in UFC because of his success in the world of professional wrestling, and obviously with WWE. Uh, and if he was able to parlay that, which it seems like he did, into getting a couple of fights for UFC so he could live his dream, then, hey, you know what? God bless him. CM Punk, as a professional wrestler, has paid his dues. Uh, his body has taken enough bumps. Um, uh, he's respected in the industry as a, a pro uh, in, in our industry of pro wrestling. You know, I'm not in the industry anymore, but it's still, you know, you know, I've always was taught once you're one of the boys, you're always one of the boys. But um, So I, I look at CM Punk as a guy. I, I respect him because of what he's done. In the in his wrestling career, his wrestling career, and I also respect uh, his balls and his guts and his toughness to go in there and go outside his comfort zone. This is not a guy who came up as a boxer or, or a guy who knew jujitsu or or taekwondo or, or hapkido or whatever or judo or, or karate. He this is a guy who did not come from that that high school collegiate wrestling background like a Brock Lesnar or a Bobby Lashley or nothing like that. You know, this is a guy who 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 came you know from the wrestling business and trained to be an MMA fighter, and you know uh, was in over his head a little bit and and lost two fights back to back. So, you know, I mean, hey, I, I feel bad for the guy. I was hoping he was gonna win. It didn't happen. Um, CM Punk, I'm sure, will be fine and dandy. At least he got a good payday out of it, and we'll see what his next journey is. Maybe he's gonna lay low in the weeds. Who knows? Um, you know, I think he said publicly recently that he has no interest in going back into professional wrestling. I think that he'll be at the All In event that uh, Cody Rhodes and the Jacksons are doing, which is going to be awesome. You know, the Young Bucks. Um, I don't know because it's in Chicago and all that. It's kind of a layup. Uh, Big Pop Jones. That'll be great. Um, who knows? We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Um, um, I think. Punk being with either All In, you know, or or even back in WWE, I think it's good. It's just good for wrestling. He's a riveting guy uh, in the wrestling business. He, people gravitate to him. He's a polarizing personality and character, and that not that the wrestling business needs that. Um, and I think if he is with the All In deal, Cody Rhodes is also a polarizing guy and a riveting guy. 
Um, so I think that's a that's a good match there. And who knows? We'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm interested to see what happens here. So with it. So, uh, but but anyway, that's the dealio. Um, so it you know look whatever. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. He fell short. That's just the way it goes. Sometimes. I mean, that really is just the way it goes. Sometimes nothing you can do about it. So, but there is something you could do, guys. Uh, before I go to break, I'll tell you about your mortgage situation. Uh, and uh, this, well, basically, is easy. See, support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. So they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. See, Rocket Mortgage gives you that confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's simple. It's simple, guys. It's convenient. It's got trusted partners that allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. Okay, it's very easy. Rocket Mortgage by Quick Loans. Apply simply. Understand fully. Most importantly, mortgage conflict. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. MLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's a Rocket Mortgage. All right, so there you have it. All right, so we're going to go to break here. Uh, other side of break, going to get into Aztec warfare, what happened on Lucha Underground. One match, one hour, it was awesome, and the beginning was really awesome. I'll talk some Lucha Underground uh, when we get back here. Taz Show, sit tight. Back here on the Taz Show, and I've uh, been talking um, at the tippy top of the show. If you're just joining in on this podcast, maybe you just fast forwarded the first, I don't know how many minutes. That would be a little weird if you did that, but you never know. I don't know what some people do. People do whatever you want. You hit a button, you fast forward, you, you, you listen to me, and when you hit the X times two, which is two times as fast, and I sound like a mouse. I just listen to a banjo crank. Ha! Huh, that's your business. I don't tell you. But, um, Maybe you missed the front end of it, but uh, basically what I was uh, getting into was uh, talked about the whole premise of Lucha Underground, if you haven't seen this cool wrestling promotion. And now I want to get into a little bit about this one match that they had, one just one big-ass match, and it was really cool, and it was done really well. Um, and it, it, it's just, it's uh, it's called Aztec Warfare, but bef- and they've done it before, and it's very cool. But before we get into it, so what happened was, like, the top of the show, you know, at the very top, they showed a package kind of recapping what happened as the last season ended. So that if you missed it, they brought you up to speed, which is very smart, simple TV, very smart to do that. And we saw at his desk, Dario Cueto, Blood Jones, you know, basically, you know, he's more or less, he's dead. The character I'm talking about, Dario Cueto, dead, right? And then they sort of open up the new season in a funeral home. And and it was cool. And and so basically what happens is they the long and short of it is that uh, Antonio Cueto is the new boss. He's the father of Dario Cueto. He's also the father of Matanza, another wrestler there who's also been on the Taz show, by the way. Uh, so um, um, Antonio Cueto, which. I don't want to pull back the curtain too much, but I think most of you guys could have figured it out uh, if you saw it. <laughs> it's the same actor that plays Dario Cueto, unless he has a twin. So, uh, and he's just got like um, like a wig on and a cane and like a long beard, you know, disheveled Jones, gruff city, you know, that type of thing. Like uh, his old crotchety old man type guy, you know. Um, now, they started a show with Ring Announcer doing... Um, uh, like with a picture of Dario Cueto in the ring and like more or less like he passed away 
and they started to do a 10 bell salute, which I didn't like. And I'm glad that they cut it off at the second ding on the bell. It was like, ding, ding. And then it kind of stopped because there was interruption and Antonio Cueto, the character, the new boss came out on the microphone. I got in the ring, knocked the big picture down of his son because he didn't like his son, right? So basically killed him and all this stuff. The thing is about the 10 bell salute, it's kind of, that's a, I've, unfortunately, I've been in the ring um, and been part of 10 bell salutes for fallen wrestlers, you know, people who've passed. So I've been outside the ring, I've been in a company, and this has happened in WWE many times where people have left us. And I was working there in 10 Bell Salute. And it, it as a wrestler, a former wrestler, it, it just, I don't like hearing that, you know, especially in a gimmick, like in a storyline. But again, like I said, I think they did the right thing and they cut it off right away. They didn't let it go too far at all, which I think was nice. Um, but basically, um, what Antonio Cuadio, the character said, is basically, basically a new champion crown tonight. Um, the current champ from last season is, is, is a guy in Pentagon Black, uh, Pentagon Darkish, Dark, I should say, who is phenomenal. Just, uh, just a stud, uh, most unique character you ever saw. Now, again, if you're new to Lucha Libre or to Lucha Underground, you know, uh, a lot of luchadors, as they're called, the wrestlers, they wear masks. So there's a lot of different masks going on here. If you don't like wrestlers with masks, you will not like Lucha Underground. Okay. So. Uh, but Antonio Cueto, he had um, he had the trios champs come to the ring, kill shot Mac the Mac, who I've done a BBB on before, and I'm I don't, you know who's just great. And the other the other uh, member of the trios champs is a guy named Dante Fox, who was not there. So they did something cool. It's okay. Look, Antonio Cueto said, "Here we go. We're going to do this. Uh, Mac kill shot. You guys are partners, and whoever the next guy will come out that curtain." I'm paraphrasing. He will be the th- the third member and trio's champ. It's like, okay, you're just gonna <laughs> just make a guy a champ. All right, no problem. And you guys are basically kicking off this Aztec warfare. So it's kind of like you know countdown, Royal Rumble feel type thing, but with their own twist and slant, which is very cool. So it ended up being a, a very talented guy who's been with Lucha Underground, I think, from day one, and that's Son of Havoc. So he. Mac and Killshot are trios champs, but they had a fight. They had a fight, and they were the beginning of the uh, of this match. And there was a litany of talent that came out after this. Um, uh, from uh, from uh, Joey Ryan and and uh, Mister Pectacular debuted in there from from Impact Wrestling. You guys know him, and and then that, that, it was cool because they had they had Pentagon Doc come out early. He might have been like the sixth guy, the fifth guy, and uh, and and he just ran rough shot and destroyed a lot of guys. And there was several surprises in this thing, and one of them was actually Tommy Dreamer came out, and so he yeah he so uh, uh, Mariposa, who's a female, and that's the thing too, Lucha Underground. That's my only thing I'm not crazy about with them. They'll do a lot of intergender wrestling. They'll have men wrestle women a lot. And I mean, how unique is that that a female is in this thing? You know, so it's it's, um, I, you know, it's just it's crazy. But that's what they do, and I, I, that's my only one of my only things that I'm not a fan about. But that's to each his own, you know. Whatever you might like, uh, vanilla, and I might like, you know, uh, pistachio. You know, it's really that simple. You might like cream in your coffee, and I like black coffee. So it's to each his own. But 
Uh, that's just my take on on the intergender wrestling stuff. Uh, but whatever, whatever floats your boat. But that's what they do. And that, you know, you, when you're watching this, like, all right, it's kind of a this is a really cool look. These characters wear really cool stuff. The announcer is a little different. It looks very grimy and gritty. I like it. it does not look like WWE. Nothing about it. But I, yeah, you know, I get it. It's kind of like a countdown to the next competitor coming out. It's a Raw Rumble feel. I think I think they did twenty guys. Well, one girl. I think she was the only girl competing in it, Mariposa. I think so. Um, but anyway, yeah, and they, they'll do stuff like that. That's just how they are. And and they intertwined a lot of stories in this match, uh, which was cool. Uh, Hernandez was also in it. Ricky Mundo was in it. Uh, that's Johnny Mundo. It's not his brother, but he. It's part of the Worldwide Underground, and and where uh, Johnny Mundo's in charge of it. So Ricky Mundo. Like respects and loves Johnny Mundo so much He changed his name, that's like the bit um, Phoenix was in it Jeremiah Kane, Mil Mortes With Katrina And that was a shocker, that Mil Mortes got Beat quick in this thing And Katrina She uh, got pissed off and like Walked away, so maybe that relationship On camera has ended, we shall see uh, Daga came out This guy Daga is a tremendous He's one of the guys that doesn't wear a One of the few luchadors that don't wear a mask He is an outstanding Talent, this kid is just A stud, and he had Cobra Moon um, A tremendous Female talent come out as his Second, as his valet with a mask uh, She's great, I mean uh, um, uh, Reptile Jones You got the other snake guy, it's like a whole Snake thing, it's kind of weird But that's what they do, they do this weird stuff Sometimes, but it's fun Chavo Guerrero was in this thing, and I'll get into Chavo In a second, uh, King Cuerno uh, uh, Dragon Azteca Jr And the last guy who came out was uh, uh, Marty the Moth Martinez So, and the final Two that competed was Pentagon Dark Versus Marty the Moth, so basically Pentagon Dark, you know, is the champion And he had a, you know, he obviously he Had 20, well, I guess more or less 19 men and one female well, probably 18 male. Yeah, we'll do the math. Well, you get it. One female coming after him or trying to that could have won this whole thing, this, 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 you know, this Aztec warfare and become the new, you know, uh, Lucha champ. But uh, basically, what ends up happening, long and short of at the end of it, Pentagon Doc defeated Marty the Moth uh, to re- retain his championship. So, which is really cool that they had him basically battle through to kick off the new season. He comes in as the champ. And got to bust his ass to keep his title. He beat a bunch of guys, like you know, really did re- really good good work. And guys all got him over, and he kept um kept the championship. So I think it's a good piece of business. Um, it was interesting. Some stuff during the actual match. Uh, some things like you know, sometimes they get a little you know little details with colors and wardrobe and all this kind of stuff, and and like the mask, right? So you know. I felt like, uh, I feel like, I should say, several of these luchadors and wrestlers there, their mask looks similar. It almost feels like the same person's making the mask, and they're similar looking, the design I'm talking about. And and I think that you got to get a little creative. Some of the guys got to get a little creative. I also think it felt like at one point in the chunk middle of this thing, everybody's wearing red and black. Like, everybody's got some form of red and black or burgundy and black. It was like, come on. Like, can someone wear, like, a bright yellow? I mean, I mean, you know, can someone do something? Like, Dragon Azteca Jr., he came out, he was wearing, like, green and black. I was like, yeah, oh, thank God, something a little different. I mean, I, I just think everybody's wearing red and black. I mean, I get a little anal with that stuff. Um, Sometimes that 
uh, little stuff like that can can bother me. Uh, obviously, that's why I brought it up. But um, they, um, uh, you know, I think that's something you got to keep an eye on. I mean, and I'm surprised because they're. Um, so I need some water. They, um, they, they, like I said, they're in Los Angeles. They do this. It's very Hollywood feel. What legitimate movie people and TV people that are doing this? It's not your typical wrestling people producing this thing here this is a this is a hollywood feel and you would think you wouldn't do a hollywood movie or tv show where the characters were in the same clothes you know i do think they should the set design or what not the set design the uh, the the wardrobe that a lot of the talent are wearing i do think they should mix up the colors a little bit i mean i know that a lot of uh, guys and girls are wearing black and that's the feel you know because it's dark and you know it's just it just you know a lot of wrestlers like wearing black anyway to Bring the secret to you. It gives you, makes you look a little leaner. It gives you a little leaner look, just like your clothing. You know, so if you wear, you know, white clothing or light beige pants with like a white shirt, maybe you work in a pizzeria. You would dress like that. Maybe you're delivering ice cream, or maybe you just like tan pants with a white shirt. But if you're not lean, you might look more rotund if you wear something like this. Black is slimming. Navy is slimming. Forest green, not Kelly. Forest green is slimming. Okay? These darker colors. So a lot of times wrestlers like to wear black to look a little leaner. Um, but a lot of the talent they have, the, the bunch of them are just ripped. They're in great shape. They can wear white, pink, green, whatever. They're going to look great. So I do think there's a lot of black going on, black and red going on. It's a little too much, in my opinion. Again, that's me nitpicking. Um, and I do do that at times, as you guys know. Um, Ricky Mundo, back to him, you know, he had a doll, like a little like baby doll, like a doll, like a, uh, like a baby would have. Not the valley baby doll, but like a baby doll. And it was like dirty, like he found it in like a dumpster or something. I don't know where he got it. I want to know more about this story. It's kind of intriguing me. He had the doll in the corner, and it was like he was possessed by this doll. It was kind of freaky. Uh, they do stuff like this. They do weird stories. So you got to really take your reality mind, part of your brain, and just put it aside when it comes to Lucha Underground because they do get a little weird. <laughs> so, um, But they're different. That's what makes them fun. That's what makes them different. Chavo Guerrero, okay? Chavo, who I know a lot of years, respect Chavo, you know, he, and he's a big part of what happens behind the scene there. I don't know what happened. I think they might have had a little botched spot or that something must have happened because Chavo, I believe he pinned uh, Phoenix. He pinned Phoenix, who had a big push for quite some time in, in Lucha Underground, with a, with a basic vertical suplex, you know, and I, I think I got a feeling that's, that's probably not what these guys wanted to do, but yeah, and you know this is post-produced, um, and they edited around, they edited around it and aired it. You know, I could tell you from experience in WWE, something like that happens on a tape show. You're going back out to redo it, or the ref's going to tell you from his headset that backstage is saying redo the spot, do the right finish, something like that. Um, it was weird that it was just a vertical suplex It felt really disjointed and out of nowhere And out of place uh, The announcers did a good job of They didn't make a big deal out of it They just said, whoa, whoa, like what the hell um, You know, and they kind of moved on So they reacted to it with the, their inflection Like they were surprised that Phoenix got pinned by Chavo on a vertical But they, they're both smart enough to know It was a blown spot probably somewhere um, So the uh, and back to the announcing with Matt and uh, and um, 
Vampiro, they did a good job. They did a good job, and they didn't beat you up with it by uh, catching people up if you're not, or maybe for new viewers, because you get a lot of new viewers. It's a new season, and giving you a little backstory on certain characters and who's who and what's what. And Matt Stryker did an excellent job on that. Um, uh, he, he does his homework. He's a professional. And he brought people up to speed on it if you're new to it. Um, and I thought he did a good job on that. Only thing I would say critical of Matt and Vampiro, which happens sometimes, uh, I think it was when uh, Mr. Pectacular came out. I thought, because he got a good reaction, I thought it would be more like, uh, I, I thought it would end sold him a little bit. Um, I thought it should have been a, a little bit. I mean, I thought Matt could have Vamp put him over, but I thought Matt could have really again nitpicking. So take it for what it is. But I just it jumped out to me. I just thought it should have been a little more. Um, you know, because he didn't last that long, and and you know he's he's got a good upside. Uh, he's you know he, he he's he's a pretty he's turned into a pretty good worker. To talk about reality TV, he came from Big Brother. For those that don't know. And uh, and I worked with him for a good amount of time in TNA. He's a good guy, um, so he works very hard. He's worked hard to become a, a legitimate professional wrestler. So you know you got to tip your cap to a guy when he does that. So, um, but they had a good slew of talent in this thing. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I highly suggest you guys uh, check it out, and and if you haven't, uh, and start watching Lucha Underground. Um, you know, it's on Wednesdays, and uh, you know it goes against NXT for lack of better terms. NXT, you know. WWE Network Jones, you kind of can't watch both live live, but um, they're both on at the same time. But with everything on demand these days and all this kind of jazz, you you know, you could do whatever you got to do. But it was fun. It was fun to watch. And now they announced um, uh, next week because now uh, Dario Cueto's dad, um, Antonio Cueto, who's the new boss, he is um, he had said that uh, basically Pentagon Doc will defend his title next week. Against his only son Matanza So who is a man named Jeff Cobb uh, Look him up uh, Guy can really go And like I said he's been on the Taz show in the past He's a good guy uh, Tremendous talent, big fan of his work You like suplexes, homeboy can do some throws You know a lot of people say him and I That he that he, he You know that his style reminds them of What I did So there's some similarities there But I, I like I like, uh, I like Matanza, I like Jeff Cobb a lot I think he's really good So I'm looking forward to seeing him in uh, Pentagon A dock next week So it should be good um, You know that's it, they just really They do a good job man, so check them out I can't put them over enough And don't be afraid to tweet uh, Lucha Underground Let them know that their boy Taz is putting them over um, you know, actually, I, I was going to work for them a while back, a couple of years ago. I was going to do some business with them, and then it just didn't work out. I couldn't do it with my schedule and fly out to Los Angeles, and it just didn't work out. But, um, but yeah, it, we almost almost done some business together. Maybe in the future, I don't know, especially it's hard now doing a daily national radio show every day, so it's hard um, for me to do something like that. But who knows? You never know, right? Um, you know, but I, right now it's not happening. <laughs> That I do know. I, I just don't have the time. Uh, I'd love to, but I just don't have the time. And like I said, so um, um, I know WWE's got the big pay view. I think it's this Sunday, right? Yeah, it is. So uh, um, I'll check out that pay view. Uh, I'm ninety eight point six percent sure I'll do a react to that. Might not be an instant react, but I'll do a react to that pay per view. Early in the week next week, hopefully I should have something for you. And like I said, uh, I'm gonna have a guest on um, uh, probably soon. 
working on that too. So working on a lot of stuff. It's just very busy here. That's just just the way it goes. I mean, it's just that's the the whole way it's always been with the Taz show. It's just constant busy, constantly grinding, constantly working, constantly kicking ass, taking names, running the game, kids. All right, guys. Look, I appreciate you. Thanks for downloading. Talk to you guys soon. I'm Taz. You're not adios. of my space and screen names back then when i was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest i don't even have a top 10 me against the world i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cuz we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no great